so Cherith, in terms of the resurrection, in ter- terms of our humanity, um, once in a while I hear you talk about the Gnostics, and it was a kind of a, a form of Christianity that that um, had some problems around our humanity and the resurrection and um can you tell me about them and how sometimes we become them? Yeah. So I didn't discover who they were for a long time. And then when I finally did, I thought, uh oh, <laughs> I know them. I am them. So the, the, there is no like one Gnosticism as a religion, but it's kind of a cluster of ideas. So the general ideas in the ancient world were that what was divine and transcendent would never willingly be in any way engaged with and potentially then corrupted by the material world creation. Matter. Matter. And so depending on how the stories go, like there's this great cosmic battle in heaven and in all the the detritus that sort of falls out from this, that's where matter sort of comes from or the stuff of the created order. And as a result of that battle, these sparks of light, we who are all sort of the divine light or we're participation in that, then these sparks sort of fall into creation and then get trapped in human beings in our sort of sense of the divine, but we're trapped in these human bodies. And so the only way out is to have, so Gnosticism spelled with a G-N-O-S-T-I-C-I-S-M. Gnosis was knowledge, right? And it became the special knowledge. It was the secret knowledge of both this was the actual story that happened way back there when we're living day to day we don't really remember that that big thing happened and the only way to get out of this and to get back like out of the entrapment of creation and bodies and back into disembodied union with the divine in a soul form or something is to know the right formula so this special secret formula that attaches to that sec- special secret knowledge that is our pass key to God and heaven instead of in my Christian world, hell <laughs> and torment, which ironically, like disembodiment to heaven meant you could not be tormented because you weren't in a body anymore. But it, it wasn't, it didn't work that way for hell. <laughs> You didn't like die and then become a soul and then wanted to like only if you go to heaven do you get to become a soul. If you are not a Christian and didn't know this special secret formula, then you're stuck in your body and have to suffer and feel the torment. So suddenly I began to realize when at some point my father and other people were really hearing in my language for a long time a profoundly Gnostic bent. Like I, I couldn't wait to not have to be Cherith in this body anymore. And my life goal was not to become more human was to become less human to be as 
little human by the end of all things as possible. And and then I just started realizing as I like sort of teaching Sunday school or like listening to how do we bring people to the Lord that the story that we were telling was like this crazy Gnostic story, right? Like a God made the heavens and the earth, so he he liked it. But it went south by like chapter three of the Bible, right? And then he's like, how am I going to fix this mess? And I thought it would all turn out really beautifully, but actually I'm going to have to blow it all up at the end and just start with something brand new. So mm-hmm. I'll turn them into something else and we'll bring them to this place called heaven because earth is just a mess, right? It's just fallen in sin. And the only way that we can make sure that they get up here with us, and it was up in my world, was the special knowledge is that God will save you, but the only way that he will save you is if you recognize the secret thing that he did, which is that he came as Jesus. And he came as Jesus to tell us that God actually really does love us, but that we have to be sorry enough for our mess that we can say that, and then God can love us through Jesus because God, Jesus somehow is going to turn on the love valve with the Father. And then we can at some point do like Jesus, which in my idea as a child watching Jesus sort of drop his body at cloud 37, well, so will I, right? Go to heaven. And so to discover actually in the incarnate, the permanently incarnate son of God, that this is my brother, not a metaphorical brother. He's actually my human brother in some very long extended family way that that person is redeeming restoring, renewing, being and becoming what it means for all of us to actually get all that the created life was meant to be Mm. as gift from God, not just to us for each other. It's God's self present. It's God's gift to God's self. What would make us so happy in this completely perfect love life that we have together is to share life outside of ourselves with with God. And it's, well, like nothing is going to stop that from happening. And the way that God has been doing that before the creation of the world is to create out of himself, out of Jesus, all of these things come so that they can all finally come to be. You can't be a Gnostic and be a Christian, but most of the Christians I know are Gnostics, which is a really big oxymoron that I'm really trying to to come to grips with without being judgy about that. It's just like, no, 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 that's the only story we knew. So it feels like a really radical gospel to have everything be about Jesus. But if we get Jesus in the middle, then we find out that everything we ever worried about actually finds its answer and its location in him. Even if I can't explain the answer yet, I know who's holding how all of this both currently is and ever will be and always was even when things just went south. And so I just think we have to undo the Christian story from all of those elements that do not have Jesus in the center. 